Good and evil. Sometimes the difference between the two is a sharp line. Sometimes it's a blur. Sometimes we have to do things outside of the law. We're gonna make a difference. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes, but we are. You're blind, but you see so much. Jeremy. But at least they had a hero. Jimmy King is the greatest wrestler of all time. Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! The word, sir? The word? Is no. I am therefore going anyway. You do this, you'll never sit in the captain's chair again. Engage auto systems. Clear all moorings. Cleared, sir. One quarter impulse power. Someone is stealing the Enterprise. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by GEMS Art Studio. GEMS Art Studio is an online store that allows access to prints that you can use for most anything, obviously as just a picture, or as a wallpaper, or as a bookmark, or anything you can think of. You can find GEMS Art Studio at etsy.com slash shop slash GEMS Art Studio. This podcast is also brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another Organized Chaos podcast. Once again, you have chosen correctly the single greatest episode of any podcast ever. We keep on getting better, Bobby. How you doing, Bobby? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you you are, you know, through, through a lot of uh, elbow grease and... Uh, Trial by fire, yeah, we uh, definitely, definitely uh, Yeah, improve. yeah. Well, uh, today we got some cool stuff to talk about. We got, uh, well, mostly cool stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, I suggested something that I thought would be really hilarious to yeah. talk about, but about 30 minutes into watching it, I really regretted it's, what I did. <laughs> it's a thing, and it will launch us into a topic you like, so uh, it's not completely yeah, wasted yeah, in my so. opinion uh but we will we <laughs> no, will be talking not. about the beginning of daredevil which of course that's what bobby's talking about we were really unimpressed with daredevil yes and then we're going to follow it up with the yeah. dark crime fighting uh antics and ready to rumble ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes and then uh, we'll finish up with star trek 3 an odd star trek 3 yes. but uh yeah i actually have a fair amount to say about that because yeah but yeah. I, so yeah. I actually because i picked up a lot more this go around than the last i think time. i maybe picked up more this go around than ever before because i'm watching we'll get to it yeah. we'll get to it spoiler yeah, yeah. we'll get to it yeah. <laughs> but uh spoilers for a movie that came yeah. out in the 80s the year before Bob, the, the the decade in which bob and i learned yes how to walk. yes it was <laughs> uh but for you know, last night was the Academy Awards, and I do have to say I didn't watch it because, yeah, for the past couple of years I haven't cared. I used to have to stay in tune to that stuff, and I haven't, so I haven't. And good news is nothing happened yeah. last night, so there's nothing worth talking about. Um, no, there was a beautiful tribute to Betty White. There was. I did see clips of that this morning. That that. That I actually, actually didn't cool. see that because uh, for some reason it was like yeah that yeah it, it was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, she was talking about she was giving like a whole speech about mm-hmm. Betty while she's holding like a tiny little rescue and there's people like a whole choir that's singing you know starting to sing thank you for being a friend while they're showing like pictures oh, wow. of Betty that sounds actually really and nice and yeah. Ja- yeah 
Yeah, and then Jamie talked about one of the things that, that he loved very much, you know, animal shelters and four-legged friends. And then said, so if you ever want to do something in honor of Betty, just adopt just adopt a dog. That That's a good point, yeah. She and that was that like, stuff. you know, th- yeah, that was. And, yeah, and she was absolutely a great – and I'll admit, yeah, it was a total – I was like, oh, that's that's sweet. That's that's nice. Mm-hmm. Good. And that was a nice, nice palatable yeah. moment from the evening. Yes. From, but from what I have read, things did kind of go a little south. Yes. Really Pretty quick. much the one segment I've actually watched because <laughs> everybody's talking about it. I saw people posting on Facebook and I was like, yeah. what did I miss? I was literally recording a reaction video while yeah. this happened. Um, so. I, I, I went to Twitter because every source I found of it had been blocked out. But I knew if I wanted to hear mm-hmm. all of that, what, I, what I'm pretty sure I, I was reading mm-hmm. the lips of. I, I went to Twitter, and that's how I found well, it. Well, I can found some people from Japan and Australia who uh, shared what their broadcast, what yeah. they watched of it, or I guess they rewound mm-hmm. their cable or their satellite or whatever. But yeah, oh, uncensored. It was, um, you just heard Will in that room. Yeah, well, it's worth noting. I can still find the video on my phone. I found it last night, the uncensored video, and I still found it earlier today. But when mm-hmm. I search for it on the TV, I can't find it. I have to pull it up on my phone and then just cast it to there because it's I don't oh. understand why that is. That's uh, that's interesting. But are you weird. doing I, it through like a well? What's like? Are you searching through YouTube for it on your TV? Yes, it's the same way. I can oh, search through cool. it on YouTube on YouTube on my phone and find it, but not on the TV. So I don't know what the deal is with that. But. Uh, it could just be something with that app, with like the app that's based for the televisions Maybe. in general. Maybe it's weird though. Maybe because, mm-hmm. well, like f- for my Kindle, for example, mm-hmm. right? Like I have a YouTube app for app for mm-hmm. right, and it's the same. It runs just the same as YouTube does when I go to look at it on my phone or if I'm searching at it from my laptop. It's a blue background, which is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't like make a playlist of videos at all. Like, I can't add videos to a queue yeah. while I'm watching them. Uh, you know, there's, like, minor differences. Mm-hmm. I can't watch in a small view of it no. on there. And they don't have a legit YouTube app for the Kindle that I've been able to really? find. All of it is just, like, you know, just these kind of knockoff but still sponsored and powered by YouTube mm-hmm. apps. No. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So it could be something like Maybe. that. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it, it, it is weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's obvious we're talking about the slap heard around the world, which I think everybody's yeah, calling Yeah, we are it talking now. about the slap. We're talking about Chris Rock. Slap. He told a bad joke. Will Smith slapped him. Poor taste. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is slap. is Jada Pinkett Smith, does, is there a medical thing that I didn't know about? Alopecia. Okay, so it is alopecia. Um, I think well, I've there, seen something like there's that. Been spec- well, there's been speculation, mm-hmm. I believe, and I and I can't confirm whether or not she has ever said openly, yes, I, I do have mm-hmm. this or anything like that. But, I mean, there's been speculation. She's made a lot of advocation and awareness about it. So that's, I believe, where the speculation comes from with it. Hmm. And, but either way, whether she does or doesn't, I mean, it, that's something that's real that affects, mm-hmm. you know, and then all over the world. And I don't know. I think that that's something that's not necessarily talked mm-hmm. about on a public forum yeah. enough. And it shouldn't 
it shouldn't be a punchline. Well, no, that's the thing. All. Like, his joke was just dumb. I didn't really. I just thought it was a dumb joke. Um, because I I yeah, assumed I mean, she'd shaved it, her head just for like the fashion. Because I think she carries the look well. I think she carries it. She does. Yes. Uh, so from. She, no, she absolutely does. I yeah. just thought it was a dumb. Well, joke. it could have been that. But yeah. But, I, well, you 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 remember GI Jane coming? Oh out, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. That. I, I remember that, too. I also remember mostly hearing how a lot of male actors were speaking out against Demi Moore playing such a masculine Yeah, role. I remember that. It was so dumb. And not really having yeah. any reason except being that she's a girl. Yeah, yeah. and that's the entire point of the character. And, you know, <laughs> like, and that's the entire point of the mm-hmm. film. Like, you, you, those idiots I, I forget who they were and even if they were i wouldn't mention their names just like oh no you're mm-hmm. foolish <laughs> but like yeah i remember i remember i remember clearly because it was an interview with her husband at the time bruce willis yeah and him talking like kind of looking at the interviewer like well why mm-hmm. that, that that's what the story is mm-hmm. about like yeah he he had no problem with it yeah because he's like yeah, well, and you know he supported his wife. They were they always did do that. They were a strong unit. And I know the controversy was she actually shaved her head for yes. the role, and that was more of the big controversy with it that she actually did that and she didn't wear a cap or anything. Yeah, I remember that being and such a huge it, deal. And it's looking back on it, it's like who kind of like cares? <laughs> wow, really? Like like who the hell yeah. cares? Ooh. I mean, I mean, so? even more recently, Karen Gillan uh, shaved her head for Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think she does it for the the other ones, but for the first one, she shaved her head. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that, and like, I think now she wears a yeah. cap. Oh yeah, well, that almost always happens early on in the role. They'll they'll put in the extra effort. Oh no, she shaved but her yeah. head. <laughs> she was like, no, I, I want to go all in for yeah. this role because I remember James even said, I didn't tell you you. Had yeah, shaved I mean, it's gonna make the makeup guy's job a lot easier. But holy crap! <laughs> I mean. No, she's like, no, I want this role. I'm all yeah. about it. <laughs> and she has been great. As oh, yeah. Well. No, she's been fantastic. But uh, but I don't know. Like, I think Chris just made it trying to, like, make the bald comparison. Yeah. It, I, and just in that alone. And I mean, I, I get I, I understand comedy of subjective. Mm-hmm. I'm always I'm personally always one to defend a comic. But I, in this case, I just kind of think, I don't know. I, I still think even in comedy, you should have some lines of what good taste is. You see, I feel like he, shoot, he was clearly, I feel like, shooting off the cuff. Because that joke was just kind of out of nowhere. And I don't Because even if... The, yeah. I... There's even a part... I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know. know. I, from, from, there's a part... I'll go ahead and say... Sorry, go ahead. My little bit is that once Will Smith smacked him, that was out of line. If he had literally, like, if he had sat in his chair, like, let's cut out the smack and just have Will Smith saying, keep your, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. If he had just sat there and yelled that, it won't have been intense. He won't have gotten the point across. No violence. And I think Chris would have pretty much had the same reaction. I think the smack was unnecessary, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. agree. Uh, that's just kind of my final thoughts on it, because yeah, I it's well, a bad. We joke. also don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a yeah. bad joke, absolutely. And I mean, he, publicly, he has well, 
Will and Jada oh, have yes. had a very interesting mm-hmm. public life recently. Yes. So it's it, it's just to say the least. So I mean, I mean, personally speaking, on that issue of their public mm-hmm. life, <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I for one wouldn't be so shocked about you know backlash if I wasn't airing my dirty laundry in public. Yeah. I know that's kind of a mean thing to say, but like it's kind of what they did, and I'm surprised that people were shocked at the backlash mm-hmm. of that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I I haven't kept up so much with their thing. Or it seems like they have an open marriage, and there's some yeah. questionable choices she's made with that. I'm not in the relationship; it's not for me to judge. Um, yeah, that's that's not for me to judge either. But yeah. I like in that moment, I also did kind of feel for Will because he was something obviously snapped. I don't I don't think that joke by itself was what did it. I think that was like a straw that broke the camel's back and he's had a moment. Um, Yeah, people have been saying he was laughing. at. He was kind of went, obviously, you've never been you've never been on the edge of a break. (laughs) You 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 could be laughing at the moment. of. He laughed and then he walked up there and smacked me. I was like. Whoa! I mean, walking up there, yeah, that's enough of a presence. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could say how because I don't know. Before I, I want to make a a stance on how I feel about the slap yeah. part of it. I mean, I I try to put myself in Will's mm-hmm. shoes, and you know, in that moment right before, I. I can't say whether or not I would have done the same. Mm. I mean, I think that, yeah, he did deserve it. Chris kind of had that coming for it. I, I would never argue Didn't that, deserve to but... be publicly like mm. that. I still think that's if that was the case, it should have been a matter that should have been handled privately. Oh, definitely. He maybe should have came up to him and, you know, told him to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mm. mouth that close to his face yeah. that would have given the same effect that's I true think. if he had just walked up and said please don't joke about it and walked away well gotten the point to cross the crest and, mm. and if you know chris said something and then if he had to shout it from his chair mm-hmm. then yeah yeah that then that that would be a hundred percent on chris then a hundred percent hundred percent on chris yeah uh I yeah. mean, even mm. I know after after he shouted that <laughs> his wishes about his wife towards Chris, mm. um, I know that Chris did also say like, "Boy, I could say," and he stopped himself. And I've heard a lot of people say Chris handled it with class. And I was like, "Ah, I wouldn't don't say that." I mean, he did. Yes, he did stop himself from making matters worse. Yeah, well, I I, I think that. he did well. I think he was he really well. thrown off. Um, um, yeah, there's people who are also saying, "Oh, it's all set up for ratings. It's ratings." Well, I I probably would be you the know, same, like, be in the same camp if Will didn't yell afterwards because that slap just seemed kind of out of nowhere, and I was wondering, like, watching, and it looks almost fake how quickly I, Chris recovers with it. But then after the the I, yelling felt so genuine, yeah, that that was real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's also the argument he is an actor. Yeah. Yeah, no, it could be fake. But he's also a human unlikely. with emotions. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a human with emotions, which fuel his acting. Mm-hmm. 
human emotions. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting situation to say yeah, the least. I think <laughs> I think he shouldn't have smacked Chris. I and, think he's definitely no. dealing with something. Um, we we yeah, probably don't, as is. the public, don't even know the full extent of what he's dealing with, and he just he hit a snapping point. And I do feel sorry for him. That being said, yeah. smack him's over the line. Period. Mm. Yeah, it should have been handled properly. Yes. There, there, I, I can think um, of lots of ways what to handle I did, it. That being said, in the moment, it's tough. But yeah, mm. yeah, in the moment, you, you can't say how you would have no. reacted or acted differently. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like I, like I, even in moment, I mean, I couldn't even tell you if it would have been if I would have kept my hand open or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, in moment, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's it's a tough thing. And it's it's always been clear that Will loves his wife. Yes. Yes, it has. He loves Jane. That's always been very mm-hmm. clear. Even through all that, he, he still loves that mm-hmm. woman. So and he'll fight for her. And it's it's good to see that type of like a man standing up for his woman, like, you know, be noble, but like. Let's also think, you know, in the in times like that where a man's standing up for a woman's mm-hmm. honor, I mean, you know, we used to shoot at yeah. each other at one point, man. <laughs> so, I mean, I think a slap is like, yeah, uncalled for in today's age, but I mean, could have asked him for a duel right there on the, on the Oscar stage. I mean, if they wanted fucking ratings. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if this is, if this just, is a show for ratings, they, they come down a lot this, further. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, also, and this is something that will come up later in the show, uh, you know, as a wrestling fan, it's hard for me to kind of buy that it's fixed because, you know, yeah, there could have been a few plants Mm -hmm. of people in the crowd to react the way they could have as there is in wrestling. But uh, I mean, also, it could have just, you know, been all genuine and real because I watched people's reactions around them. And there was uh, somebody over uh, Will's shoulder. And I was watching her reactions the whole time because at first it was just kind of like going with like, oh, oh, oh. And then just, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I just saw like the look of. Yeah, it's like, what? What did I just see? You want (laughs) to. Oh, this is really. Wait, wait, this is not a part. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Well. I'm ready to move on to something more entertaining, although probably darker. Since it's been moved to Disney Plus, I thought, and I haven't seen all the Netflix series, and you haven't seen all of them either. We've, I think, I think yeah. between us, we've seen about the same amount, but we have different gaps. I think. Um, so yeah. I thought it'd be fun to maybe, when there's gaps, go ahead and go over some of the uh, old Netflix series there on Disney Plus. So we start with the first four episodes, of Daredevil, and I'm yes. gonna go ahead and say. It's been since this came out, so I've seen it. So it's like seven years, which seems weird. Yeah, about right. Yeah, it's been since this has came out since I've watched it as well. And holy God, that was Yeah, I forgot how good it is. This is, (laughs) there is, like when this first came out, I loved it so much. And yeah, I still love it. I I mean, I really, I I did get like with the first episode, especially, I got a lot of vibes of how like, okay, I see them really copying a lot of Dark Knight. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a lot of like the similar kind of like themes almost yeah. like just how 
how much of Daredevil we saw in the first few shots of mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, definitely. How we barely saw him and like just it's like, wow, they're kind of leaning into the I, like I see the influence of the Dark Knight mm-hmm. in here. Definitely. But it, it quickly became more of like its own story. Oh, yeah, very much. Its own thing. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. Great. Well, I mean, <laughs> some of the fun things about Daredevil as opposed to Dark Knight is, you know, Dark Knight, you're dealing with a billionaire daredevil yeah he's a lawyer he's got money he's not rich you know <laughs> no uh foggy no. would like them to become a bit richer but matt refuses to uh take on the big money clients because they're usually guilty <laughs> yeah and it's it's a fair it's a very fair yeah. assessment but i had forgotten how they meet karen page which is like the first episode here yeah I kind of forgot about that, too, how it just like, oh, well, we're open right up. Yeah, she's over a dead guy with a knife in her hand, blood all over. It's like, whoa, I did not remember that. Cops break in like, oh, oh, okay, okay, here we go. It does seem familiar. She has that story arc throughout this whole season. But yeah, I I completely forgot. And it makes sense. It's a good uh, way to introduce the character and actually give her kind of a story. In fact, I'd feel say kind of at this yeah. point, I feel like Karen's like the second biggest character, at least in these four, first four episodes, uh, obviously behind Matt. Because Foggy's there, but he doesn't have anything going on. That's just him right now. She does. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we don't see much of Wilson Fisk yet, but uh, we do a bit <laughs> yeah, later. We do <laughs> see his... Uh... We do, yeah. <laughs> we do see his uh, smarmy assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wesley. Uh, yeah, we see a fair bit of him. Uh, super slimy. Who is the name of the actor who does it? He does a good job doing the slimy thing, though. My phone knows whenever it's in my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, is he not in that many episodes? Um, who? Wesley. I thought he was in at least most of season one. No, he's got to be in more than that. <sighs> oh, he was at least in like the he was in the first four. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, he's but, right like, there. Okay, uh, Toby Leonard Moore. Yeah, he's really good at doing yeah. like the 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 thing where it's like he's he's Just diplomatic but slimy as shit. Such a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> such a bastard like he's like he's it. like on on the face of it he's like nice and considerate but you just know underneath there he's just such a piece of shit <laughs> such a piece yeah. of shit and i'm just just i'm already at the point where i'm waiting like mac can you just like beat the ever-living shit yes, out of this guy yes. oh my god i'm i'm waiting for i'm waiting for your ass yeah open. I'm waiting for that one. And I'm pretty sure I something mean, Dare, does Daredevil happen did... to him this season, but I don't remember. I think we'll have to get to that. But yeah. I yeah, I think I think yeah, I think he gets maybe maimed. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty not badly, but he gets fucking maimed. Mm. <laughs> um I one of my favorite uh moments of the uh, first four since it's an older series. I figure we're just going to kind of popcorn. Oh, yeah. We... Uh, after uh, after Rosario Dawson finds him and gets him mm-hmm. better, he has her disguised by that fake yeah. cop that he just like drops a fucking fire extinguisher yeah. on. And he has him up on top of the building. It's like, why are we taking him up here? No one will hear him scream. Yeah. <laughs> and, he ho- and he still pushes him off the ledge yeah. anyways. It's like you killed him. It's like no, he'll live. But that's the thing. Like he he was he wasn't <laughs> sure if he killed him or not. He had to take a second because uh, 
Yeah, he's definitely... Yeah, he, he's... Like, we, we're introduced and he's already doing the Daredevil thing, but you can still tell he's figuring out what he's doing here. <laughs> yeah. He, he could totally... He can get by, but it, it's, it's kind of really cool to see it because you'll see him just stop, even like that scene when the, in the mm-hmm. courtroom where he's standing in front of the jury and he's just listening to all their heartbeats. Mm-hmm. It was like that. That is a nice touch. Yeah. I think I really, really enjoyed yeah. that. Well, he used that heartbeat thing a lot, and God, he uses it so much that, like, when they when the the show uses it, I can tell if they're lying or not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay, now I I can yeah. use this thing. I, actually, I'll, by the third time it was happening, I went ah, no, 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 you're full yeah, of it. exactly. <laughs> Max on to you. He's on to you. Oh, you're gonna get you're fun. lying. You're. <laughs> I also like that whole hallway fight scene, oh, which God. I believe, I believe that's like a a remake, like a shot for shot of like a martial arts movie. I don't, I don't know I about that. Say, I want to say Imp Man. Maybe. I want to say Imp Man. Uh, or something I want to like know that. about that. I remember but like, hearing, neither would I, because I don't really know those martial arts movies that well. I mean, there's a few I know that are badass, like those old Sunny Sunny Chiba ones. Mm-hmm. And old Jackie Chan ones from the seventies, yeah. uh, and, and I mean, of course, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Yeah, well, that because you know that hall fight is pretty iconic for this series because it's. Yeah. It, I, I could tell, like especially rewatching it, it's not one shot, but it looks like one shot. Pretty convincing. Oh, it totally yeah. does. You can see lots of times. I could tell they, you where the two cameras. Were. Yeah, well, I can. I mean, there was a camera in the one room in yeah. the one room that he knocked mm-hmm. him through. And another one there, but the one in there was the one in the hallway. So they just kind of moved it over as they were mm-hmm. going. So it would just look like, yeah, we know your tricks. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's like if I, it was seamless, though. Yeah, it was. Totally no, I seamless. could like yeah. if if I were playing it right here, I could sit down and just be like, uh, like, I couldn't tell you 100 percent cuts, but I could be like, probably cut, probably cut, probably cut. And cut. odds are where I, every time I point out probably cut is a cut. <laughs> Because why won't you take advantage of that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, God, that fight is so good. It's, and what I like about it is how like throughout the whole season, or at least these first four episodes, like Matt's getting into a lot of fights, and like through so many of the fights, you can tell how like exhausted he is, but he just keeps on going. Oh it's yeah, like, yeah, he's wiped out. He's leaning on walls. He's not his best. But they're not getting them down either. <laughs> this series is also more graphic than even I remember. Uh, especially, I think watching on Disney Plus, I was wondering if they edited it at all. And nope. Well, no. Funny thing, what happened is when uh, I turned on my Disney Plus, I had to since I'm the administrator yeah. account mm-hmm. on there, I had to go through and allow permissions for every account yes. on there so that they could watch it because. Uh, uh, dad or my dad wanted to watch something on the discovery portion mm-hmm. of it and it was like uh one about animals mm-hmm. but it had like a lot of graphic violence yeah. on there and he called me he's like what did, did you put parental controls on mine <laughs> and like, what, are, what are you talking about yeah and he told me the message like oh okay give me a minute no i was uh <laughs> but yeah i had to no i had oh, sorry yeah. but yeah i had to go in and change all my settings just to watch no it. i just remember uh them talking about how like they're that uh i think they said disney plus in canada is going to add all the series instantly and i was just like okay so 
does that mean not America and they're just going to be in limbo for a bit or something? Because I figure they'll add it eventually, but like they have to figure out some way to add our raid stuff. Or they could have just added it to Hulu, which would have sucked. But, you know, it's there to watch. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, commercials, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, Hulu charges entirely too much to get rid of commercials. Like, if it was like one or two bucks, I'd probably they do, do. It. Like, I think it's like five bucks, which I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, this is super graphic, and it, I am happy it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but yeah, I just remember logging in and having to it asked me all the accounts. It's like, okay, my son, my daughter, yeah. my parents' account. Now I have to give them all age restrictions. And then I think I have to do a pin for my account, which I kind of want to get rid of because I kind of don't care if people use my account. But <laughs> Well, be careful. Be careful with that. Uh, I know that I've read uh, that allegedly Netflix is going to start uh, charging people who do that. What, getting rid of pins? No, 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 like uh, sharing a pen, like sharing an account. Oh, no. Well, yeah, that's just, that's just my household, though. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, my parents share my Disney Plus account. Uh, <laughs> I share a Netflix account with them. Well, totally <laughs> off topic, but Netflix is kind of driving me nuts yeah. with all the fucking rules and restrictions they put on the accounts. They already charge more than I think anybody else right now. And they have they good content, and but it, guys... I, Get a fucking grip. Holy shit. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel that some of the original content that they've been putting out lately hasn't been on as great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can. I, I, I don't know. I also feel that they cancel series way too quickly. I know. Well, what? We, I guess, what was the last thing we covered from Netflix on this show? Was it Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Wow, that's not that much. <laughs> I mean, we didn't go. We didn't get into Tiger King. No. Well, that that was a while before the show started too, and I don't have a severe. Well, true. Interest, true. But... <laughs> I mean, it's fascinating. <laughs> What's even more fascinating is uh, first time I ever heard the name Joe Exotic. Uh, is when those uh, that guy let all of his animals out here in our state. Yeah, I think the first time I probably heard it was on John Oliver. No, <laughs> oh, that, that yeah, but all that time ago when that dude let all his wild animals out, Joe was on mm-hmm. the news here in here in oh, Ohio, wow. mm-hmm. saying like you know he owns a zoo down in Oklahoma. And I'm thinking, wait, 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 full pause. You own a zoo, you. What's the name of your mm-hmm. zoo? Looked it up and was like, oh, oh, looking at it and going, oh, and it looked the same as it did in anything that you would see it before it closed. And it's it middle of a field, bunch of uh, janky cages, wild fucking big cats. <laughs> uh, so I have to do a little bit of a correction here. So the last thing we covered from Netflix for the yes. podcast was actually The Witcher. Which was the episode that maybe changed oh, right. or not? We're going to cover whole seasons at once. <laughs> yeah, because <That's right. laughs> like I love Witcher, but god damn it, that was too much. <laughs> and a lot of filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I think it's interesting. Like uh, you, you can't oh. see it right here, but on OBS, I'm using a Netflix poster for Daredevil, 
And one thing I noticed watching the opening credits is that, like, I don't think there's any mention of Netflix in that opening credits on Disney Plus at all. And I, and I remember there being like yeah. a little Netflix is. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Is no, it was a big deal that. I, I haven't watched. I haven't watched through all the credits mm-hmm. yet either. So yeah, I don't might know. sneak in the back or something. I, that's yeah. a good point, though. It's like gone. It's like in Marvel. Yeah, that's a good. It's like Marvel and ABC Studios presents Daredevil. Now it's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Netflix had nothing to do with it, right? <laughs> Right, guys. I was gonna say, I hope that you know they uh, they do something with Charlie Cox more than just that cameo. Yeah, I hear, I keep on hearing rumors of the Daredevil season four. Um, nothing confirmed yet. I, I think what's going on is they're floating the idea, and largely what I've seen is positive reaction yeah, to I'm, it. So I hope they do something like that, or or do a yeah. or do a movie sequel I, or something. Um, I'd love to see the continuation. I've also heard them reaching. Yeah, I've also heard them reaching out to all the original cast mm-hmm. of like all the series. And so far, I know that you know, obviously, um, uh, I think Ethan Embry was a yes. He'll come back and play Frog mm. Foggy. Eldon Hansen. Uh, and it's like that's Eldon Hansen. What? That's not. That's right. That's yeah. Not <laughs> Embry. Why did I think no. Ethan Embry? No, you said that. I was like, who, 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 who does he why? play? <laughs> why? No, no. And I was thinking, why did I say Ethan yeah. Embry? Who? What, what am I thinking? What? What am I thinking of that would have him? No, I, I had no idea. I was like, who does he play? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying. No, I'm trying to think. Now I'm trying to think of a movie that he and, and uh, Elden or who plays who yeah, plays Eldon Foggy Hansen Hansen. Eldon yeah. Henson, mm-hmm. Henson, yes, Eldon Henson. That's right. I'm trying to think of a movie that those two are in together. That is the only way I think I could have confused them. Um, they aren't in. Can't hardly wait. To, okay. I, Sorry, I'm I'm derailing That's okay. Myself. Like I, I'm 99 sure. Like Deborah Ann Wall recently tweeted that she would be up for it. I think obviously Charlie Cox's game. Uh, he's already been reintroduced. Yeah, I think Kristen Ritter. Yeah, Kristen Ritter. I think Kristen I Ritter has also said yes. Uh, I'm not. I think John Bernthal might have said something like that too. Uh, yeah, which would be awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He'll he'll oh, he's yeah. Punisher. Uh, like I can't picture anyone else. Well, yeah, Punisher. no. Uh, the Netflix series. Uh, it's weird calling them Netflix series since I guess they aren't Netflix series anymore. They're Disney Plus series. Yeah, but they did such a good job, like especially like this. Uh, you haven't seen Jessica Jones season one yet, but Jessica Jones season one is so goddamn good. Um, like, I remember not being sure which was better season one of Daredevil or season one of Jessica Jones. Um, what's after this? I think season two of Daredevil. But like just those two first season ones, it's just so good. And they're dealing with lots of adult yeah. themes and lots of adult ideas. And I feel like it's doing it like I almost felt like it was a response to DC because DC was doing dark stuff just by kind of just being dark, not actually tackling dark themes, just being unnecessarily dark. And this yeah. was like this is covering like <laughs> corruption. Um, when we get to Jessica Jones, we're going to be talking about fucking rape. Um yeah, yeah, this is dark adult stuff that we're dealing with in these series. Yeah, and I believe Luke Cage was about embezzlement. Uh, yeah, it seems familiar, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, like like uh, the, like like crooked, corrupt mm-hmm. politicians. Yeah, embezzlement. it's it's like 
Oh, yeah, lovely. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, oh yeah. There's a uh, there's a couple things I want to bring up because there is a point where Matt and uh, Foggy are walking around, and it sounds like a grammar mistake, but I don't think it was meant to be a grammar mistake because Foggy's like, "We should take on bigger clients. We're just so broke." And then Matt says, "Yes, but we're doing good, Foggy." And obviously, grammatically, it's supposed to be doing well, but I don't think it's a grammar mistake. I think he, he what he means is that we're doing good. We're doing good for the community, which I which I like. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's I, I caught that, too. And I think how they yeah. framed it, too, meant to imply mm-hmm. the community. But, yeah, I, I, I did kind of just go, mm-hmm. oh, I know what you meant, but yeah. Oh. Wins a little there. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not right. Oh, but I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, now, we haven't even talked about the big bad yet, which we do need to get to. Um, the debut of Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Oh, my God. I love Vincent D'Onofrio in this role. Um, and you get little hints before you get his full yeah. debut. Uh, because it's worth noting, there's lots of graphic violence throughout this series that I actually forgot. There's a scene where a guy literally impales his own head, I think, through the eyeball. And it's like, holy yeah. crap, that's graphic as fuck. Now that I've yeah. described that to you, the scene at the end of episode four is something I definitely didn't forget. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, as soon as it was out there, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. right. This is, as soon as it showed, like, him getting out, it's like, Oh, I remember yeah. this part. He calls Wesley, <laughs> and Wesley's like, yeah, he's in the pastor side. It was after this, uh, the, what, these mobster brothers. He's uh, like Russian yeah. mobster. Like, uh, they have a difference of opinion. Your, or, uh, one is like, you know, fuck this Wilson, yeah. this guy. And the other guy's like, no, we should apologize. We should make, you know, try to make this right. So the one that tries to make it yeah. right goes and barges in on Wilson Fisk during a date. Yeah. And then, like, he's quickly pulled away, but the date ends, and it's, you know, and obviously now the, the Vanessa, I believe we get a live-action yeah. Vanessa before Spider-Verse, so that's kind of interesting. Um, she's, like, very skittish around Kingpin now, and mm-hmm. Wilson's not happy. Drags him out of the car, beats the ever-loving shit out of him. And I don't think there's much of his head left after he smashed the car door into it. No, no, he he either half pulverized or uh, decapitated. Yeah, it. it was gone. It's the amount yeah. of blood that came gushing out. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> this was on Disney Plus a couple weeks ago, by the way. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just got to change your settings. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting how... Even yeah. though I did that before, it yeah. dropped. But hey, because 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 when I read that they were going to be getting all the X Men mm-hmm. stuff, and it was like Logan, yes, that means Logan. Oh, yeah. cool! So um, change settings because I want to watch Logan right mm-hmm. when it drops because Logan was a yeah. masterpiece. Well, uh, I think <laughs> I looked recently to see if they added Logan it. Is... Well, they didn't. <laughs> no. Oh, um, would you? Oh, well, mentioning it now um would you consider logan to be a western yeah you know it has lots of western uh 
at least settings at least but yeah it definitely has and yeah, tropes yeah, too lots of tropes yeah oh yeah um yeah like if you're defining western as a movie that takes place during that time period specifically no but like in every other way yes no no in storytelling and storytelling not in setting in storytelling then yes absolutely mm. oh yeah yeah i i read like a bit of an essay no. about that mm yesterday and it was like oh this is good but i want to yeah. watch it now <laughs> now logan's logan is really good logan's one that uh i didn't really like i thought it was fine when i first watched it but like every time i've had to watch like if i watch it for a video or i do research every time i watch it subsequently i like that movie more and more it is so well done there's yeah. a little bit more i find it every is. single time and i remember even though i know oh i was gonna say even though i yeah. know it's coming I am still shocked when Professor X drops that first album. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I know mm-hmm. it's coming, I'm still just, oh! I, so, yeah. I was just going to say, first time I watched Logan, the ending didn't really get to me. Obviously, spoilers, where Wolverine dies. The ending yeah. didn't really get to me. Last yeah. time I watched it was just probably like two years ago. It got to me. <laughs> like, oh, God. Mm. It, it, first time, it, it was a mm-hmm. gut punch. I knew it was coming. I had a feeling the whole time because it's like kind of thinking, how many more does Hugh have? Mm-hmm. In and this is Logan. So are they doing old man Logan? Cause that's the only other, I mean, Hugh's age appropriate now. Well, technically a little <laughs> young. Time, but yeah. <laughs> he's a little young, but he could have passed yeah. for it. And yeah, they, as soon as it opened up, it was like, yeah, they're doing old man Logan. He's going to die for <laughs> <into> this movie. <laughs> but yeah. And then shortly after that, I saw Deadpool yeah. 2. <laughs> and what's funny is somebody when in the theater that I saw it in, when uh, in uh, spoilers for this, they he had a little toy of Logan that was impaled on oh, some God. rubble. <laughs> in a dead, in the, that was in the second Deadpool movie, wasn't it? Was no, I think, first the, I think it's the second one. I think it's the beginning where he's talking about, like, you know, characters can die, so I'm going to die in this, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and he brings, like, we see, like, a toy. Yeah, that's it. right. You don't actually see it, obviously. Yeah. Of lo- a, a toy yeah. of that, yeah, a toy of that. Somebody yelled, oh, man, spoilers! <laughs> and somebody in the row behind uh, where I was shouted, oh, too fucking soon! <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, at least I had a great Well, there you go. <laughs> but, yes, uh, let's. do you have any final thoughts on Daredevil? No, I'm kind of excited to dive back yeah, into the series. Yeah, like, I love the cast. I think I love the dark take on the MCU. Yeah, I think this, this, this is a good start. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it's, it's nice to go back. All right. Are we ready for... Are we ready to rumble? To rumble. Well, I mean, if we were Michael Buffer, that would have been at least 15 grand right there. Yes, yes, Are you ready? (laughs) No, seriously, that man gets paid money to say those words. He's, like, iconic for that voice. He is the the voice. I don't know what they're going to do when he passes, because what do you do then? Uh, His son does it. His son does ring ring announcements. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he sounds sounds just like his dad. 
unless I hear Michael Buffer mm. Jr., I, I can't oh, tell wow. the So I don't know if that's a good thing yeah. or a bad thing, but the Clone <laughs> Wars have started. <laughs> so, ready to rumble. David Arquette, Oliver Platt, Scott yes. Khan. Wrestling fans. In the... In the 2000s, yes. yes. The 2000, well, no, no, the year 2000, this movie came out. So the late 1990s, especially, uh, pro wrestling got a surge of popularity all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Uh, mostly through the Monday Night Wars that were going on between WCW, a uh, Atlanta-based company, and the more popular WWF at the time, now WWE, and I'll refer to them as such throughout the rest of the world wildlife federation <laughs> yes panda bears hitting other panda bears that's what i thought that's <laughs> this is still the greatest greatest t-shirt ever <laughs> oh i mean uh, that lawsuit that lawsuit i mean yes yes i i get where the wildlife foundation is yeah. coming from i i absolutely understand it and at the time uh, well, this is after this. WWF was not necessarily putting on the most family-friendly no. content like they do mm. now. Now it's so fucking wholesome. It's really gross. I see. I don't keep up. <laughs> at time, at, at times mm. it is. I mean, the, I think the creepiest thing is they had someone in a black swan-esque makeup with a bunch of red light on her, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> artsy. It's 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 yeah, pro wrestling. Yeah. I suspend disbelief when I watch it. What? It's, it's there to entertain. It's there to entertain. I I still respect the guys who hurt yeah. themselves like every night. Like that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, oh God, you guys are champions, yeah. <laughs> literally. But so both these companies, they were having a hellacious battle every Monday just for ratings. And I mean, there's even a full 83 weeks where WCW beat. WWF in ratings alone, eighty-three consecutive oh, wow. weeks. That's 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 nothing to shake a stick. Well, at, I do man. know, like, like when I was growing up, like when I was a kid, probably the only time I watched wrestling regularly when I was like a kid in California. So I was young. Um, mm-hmm. It was WWF. Oh, so you? Yeah. So you? Okay. So you didn't have any smaller local like areas or anything Not that I'm aware like your local like I said I was a kid <laughs> okay but yeah it was it was WWF so probably guys like Razor mm-hmm. Ramon Diesel, well yeah no I mean Boy at that time Cloud. it had Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Piper and uh Rowdy yeah Rowdy Piper. those were the two big ones at the time but yeah <laughs> okay oh yeah oh yeah uh you see when I I, I was until I was like maybe like an early like 10 into like my my early mm. teens or like pre-teens mm. <laughs> so it was like that late mm. 90s area so like it was like the guys right before the majority of the wrestlers in mm. this movie a lot of the wrestlers i liked were in this but yeah just on a lot of the other yeah but not all of them but there was like a long list of heavy hitters for the company at that time who appeared yeah. in here like uh Bill Goldberg, Diamond Dallas Page, Sting, Booker T, Randy Savage, Bam Bam Bigelow, Sid Vicious, Hoovitude, Guerrera, Kurt Henning, The Disco Inferno, Billy Kidman, Conan, Rey Mysterio Jr., Perry Saturn, Prince Iakea, 
Van Hammer and Gorgeous George. Not the infamous Gorgeous George from like wrestling mm. history from the 70s or I'm sorry, from the 40s and 50s. Actually, um, Randy Savage bought the like bought mm-hmm. the name and the rights to mm-hmm. that name for like to be used professionally in in the business. And uh, that name he gave to a girl who is who was his valet in the late in the later years of oh. his career. So that big blonde bimbo in the grocery yeah. store, that that that's gorgeous, yeah. George. Mm. You know who teamed up with Ahmet Zappad? Zappa. Yeah. Did you know that that was Frank's no, boy? No, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the announcers, obviously, Michael Buffer is in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, WWF announcing legend Mean Gene mm-hmm. Okerlund. And uh, WCW Staples, uh, T- Mike Tanay and uh, Tony Schiavone. Uh, referees, actual WCW referees, Billy Silverman and Charles Robinson. Um, fun side note, Charles Robinson, the uh, blonde yeah. ref in the movie. Super huge horn. Oh, really? Huh. Like, has a little museum in his basement. Like, I, I mm. saw a video of him just like, oh, here's like a uh, life-size model of Michael Myers. Mm. Here's one of Jason. Here's one of Freddy, and down there is little Michael when he yeah. was a kid, and it's like that. It's like, okay, you see, you're, you're all right, dude. You seem yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> and you're not. And uh, you're not mentioning the most famous oh, wrestler of all in here, King Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, King Jimmy! No, these are the real wrestlers. Oh, Actually, oh, fun oh, well, fact: they the two wrestlers who did the majority of the stunts yeah. in this. Uh, Shane Helms and uh, Chris Canyon, okay. uh, both not meant not featured in the movie oh, at really? all. But yet, yeah, I mean, watching it, and when I knew that, yeah, <laughs> and actually, Canyon got a lot more in the business and the, like the wrestling thing shortly after this with the uh, tie-in when it was mm. released, which yeah. I'll get into. I'll get yeah. into. Um, so yeah, and also the uh, the Nitro Girls, which were like their wcw's monday show mm-hmm. like i guess that was like the show cheerleaders or the girls who danced in between matches yeah i i it's something that doesn't yeah well yes it, it did it was, a, it was a little cringe but yeah <sighs> yeah pretty much what you that was a weekly mm-hmm. thing yeah on the show. no it was definitely it was definitely yeah. an element of it so yeah, yeah and it's like oh that time yeah. period mm. so in the opening credits, when we hear Scott or uh, Scott Con's narration mm-hmm. start, uh, when he's mentioning yeah. legends, yeah, they're not corresponding with the. I noticed of that, those like legends, they the show beginning. Andre the Giant, and I just feel like like two minutes later he mentions Andre the Giant for the first time. It's like, uh... yeah, they, yeah, they show, yeah, they show Andre when they say George the Animal Steel, and it's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, <laughs> that is Andre yes. the Giant. <laughs> I've seen Sir, the Princess Bride. I know what is, he looks like. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen a picture of him holding a can of fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so <laughs> tiny. I mean, with the exception of Bruno San Martino, which is the only one they say when they show a picture of him. But mind you, the photo is panning up as he as the name is being said. It's like, yeah, there goes Bruno. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> also, Jimmy Kane is not a what. Wrestler. But Oliver Platt Ahmed looks like a, a wrestler to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, he he, he, he totally he buffed up for this. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, he buffed up. Uh, Ahmet Zappa was a dick to some kids, is how this movie starts. 
Uh, David has a day. Uh, yeah. So the movie starts out where Sean, or uh, yeah, Sean, the character who's played by Scott Con, he's talking to some younger kids about wrestling, and then Ahmed Zappa comes out and kind of bees a dick to him, throws the mm-hmm. kids' bicycles yeah. on the ground, tells them that wrestling's fakes and for dum dums. Only he says the R word. He's not too nah. nice about it. Uh, we see David uh, David uh, Arquette slurping down a Slurpee, and then he goes into some super hallucination because he had that pure sugar yeah. one, like from the Swift from the sure, Simpsons. Sure. <laughs> so he started to go into hallucination land, where he imagined a fight between him and uh, the gas yeah. the clerk, and the clerk teamed up with Randy Savage. Did the clerk? <laughs> and he got to team up. That's yeah, right, and then he teamed up with Jimmy King. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's funny is during that filming of that scene, they show it in mm-hmm. the outtake. Oliver Platt landed a punch on Yeah, him. I he saw that. Him. I was like, ooh. <laughs> he, yeah, ooh. you could see Platt. I was like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm sure. No, I mean. <laughs> He's just like, oh. I no, mean, wrestlers are essentially stuntmen. They can, they can take a hit. They can. <laughs> Oh, he probably thought yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> and there's a decent chance Oliver Platt doesn't have much of a, a punch, too. So that probably helps him, right? <laughs> it's yeah. all right. It's all right, man. Oh, I thought a fly hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they uh, yeah they have that fake match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is an interesting movie to watch, mainly because it's a... Like, there's a who's who's of wrestlers going on, which is kind of interesting, because... And especially cool yeah. at the time, because like at the time it did have a lot of the big players in that that promotion, mm-hmm. WCW. Um, also, another fun fact: uh, Diamond Dallas's page that he walks out to yeah. later in the arena, uh, that was written by Dweezil yeah. Zappa and performed by Dweezil yeah. Zappa. I was like, I found that note and I was like rewatching it, going, "Yeah, that 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 sounds yeah. like Dweezil. <laughs> That's pretty awesome." I didn't know that they had mm-hmm. a part. Also, they ripped off mall rats at one part. Do they? <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen mall rats. He stuck his finger. Oh. stuck his finger. Yes. Up his ass. Okay, for the free slurpee. Yeah. Slurpee. This smells like ass. This smells yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, this movie did have a motif with shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they were cleaning out. Uh, I can't think outhouses. Yes. Jones. Uh. Yeah, and they they drove a giant, uh, as they called it, the butt. Yeah, and they sit in between this thing that is just leaking, and I don't (laughs) want to think about what it's leaking, but we all know what it's leaking. And I'm like, how are they sitting next to it eating so casually? (laughs) Oh, I mean, uh, I'm not surprised later, you know, when they're driving and the thing overturns and that cat on the top of it just goes flying. Yeah. (laughs) What I also love is that the fire department are cleaning it up. And they're not looking for the fucking cap. But they're just trying to shovel it all yeah. in one spot. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And they got struck with toilet paper. That was like the fourth poop joke within like 30 minutes. Now, are movie. there poop jokes in this movie? Are oh, there quite ass a bit. jokes, too? What? Oh, yeah. What? I don't, I don't think <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> well, a big time, like producer and like uh head of wcw <laughs> oh, excuse me 
a guy by the name of Eric Bischoff. Uh, he had gotten the ball rolling on this movie with mm-hmm. Turner, right? Like a long time before like they even started filming. Um, about a month or so, they started doing principal photography mm-hmm. for it. Uh, Eric was let go from the company. So the role that Joey Pants plays in this was supposed to be played by Eric. Really? He was going to okay. play like a, a hyperized evil villain of himself. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, listening to his podcast, which he has called 83 Weeks. <laughs> um, and, he, and he had talked a little bit about the movie on there. Or I found the episode where he talked about the movie when I was doing my research mm-hmm. for this. And kind of like listening to it while I had the movie on in the background while I was kind of taking notes. But yeah, um, so that's why he's not in there. But um as I mentioned, Joey Pantliano plays, uh, when they're at, uh, later the boys go to a WCW event and we see them. Well, we see backstage, uh, a promoter going back, talking to, uh, Goldberg and, uh, DDP, which I love as he goes up. He's like, Hey Bill, mm-hmm. how are you? Or he calls yeah. him Billy. That's right. He calls him mm-hmm. Billy. <laughs> I mean, as a fan, I thought that was yeah. just hilarious. It's like, he called him Billy. Nobody calls him yeah. Billy. Look mm. at that man. He used to play. He used to play for the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. Like I would not. I would not know little kid that <laughs> man's name. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, he tells Bill Bill Goldberg and DDP how this match is going to go. Then he pulls DDP aside and says, "Hey, nah, you're going to win. This is how mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Just mm-hmm. win tonight." You're going to, which actually that alleged some big event in the WWF happened in 1997 that obviously this is emulating really an event that happened. Yes, uh, it happened between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and Montreal called the Montreal Mm. Screwjob. What the what the plan of it was, was uh, Shawn's guys were going to run out, start interfering near the end of the match. Then Bret's guys Mm. were. And it would just be a DQ end because mm-hmm. Brett was leaving the company. And then that following Monday, he would have stayed for the Monday night show. And then, you know, given the belt over then, he didn't want to lose mm-hmm. it in Canada. It's his hometown. He didn't want to mm-hmm. lose it there. I I get that. But what happened instead was uh, right at the point when the men were supposed to run out, uh, the ref just hat like we hear vince in the show we hear vince yelling ring the bell and the ref rings the bell and brett loses the title and you kind of see him sitting there going what what it's something that has been scrutinized and dissected and gone over by so many different people within the industry people who were directly involved like backstage with it and this happened in 1997 and there's still people talking about Mm -hmm. it today well i mean this it won't been fairly recent for this movie i mean Especially uh, relative, because I mean, yeah, yeah, still fairly, still fairly recent, yeah, so and still like something that's worth con- like talking about. Because I mean, now at the point where I honestly, I if it wasn't all pre-planned, mm-hmm. I would just be disappointed at this point. Yeah, as a fan. <laughs> like if it wasn't, I would just be a little disappointed. Just being like, well, that just you know confirmed one thing that Vince is a shrewd mm-hmm. businessman and an asshole, but yeah, <laughs> and an asshole, and yeah. an asshole. But that's something yeah, I also we, we all well. know that one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that 
So we find out. Obviously, that's when the boys crash the ship, the butt juice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, Sasha is uh, portraying the lead, uh, the lead girl, as they call her in early Mm -hmm. on in the film. They call her that. What's funny is DDP's wife at the time was actually the lead. Oh, really? (laughs) But she's not even in the movie. But his wife actually was the lead. Well, yeah. Well, his Here wife is Rose time. McGowan, who is someone I have super mixed feelings about. <laughs> I don't care for her in this. Fucking love her in Scream. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking raw acting abilities, yeah. Here, she's kind of nowhere. She's essentially just a plant. Uh, she's, yeah. fodder. <laughs> she's fodder. Uh, she's treated like eye candy, oh. and that's kind of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, um, at the end of credits, I don't know if you caught this. Uh, there's a line that says no wrestlers were harmed in the making no, of this movie. I did not catch that. <laughs> um, in the beginning match, when they first get to mm-hmm. that nitro, uh, Ray Mysterio, the guy in the uh, army mm-hmm. camo suspenders. Yeah, he hurt his knee from that one shot that they had of him mm-hmm. doing that, that like flip with yeah. his legs. Yeah, they had him do it so many times over and over. He injured his knee during the process. Oh, wow. Which, actually, oh. he, he, he's still wrestling today, and he still has oh, knee injuries all the time. I mean, I think it's kind of fun. I laugh hindsight now, because it's like, it's like, oh, he hurt himself in this movie? How? Oh, a knee injury? Surprising, because mm. <laughs> I'm used to hearing him out for yeah, a knee injury. Um, but, I mean, he was doing that in the like. Mid, like late late nineties, and he's still going strong mm-hmm. today. But I mm-hmm. respect the guy; he can have as many as he yeah. wants. <laughs> I, I will tell you something as not a wrestling fan. I'll kind of tell you my thoughts. I wasn't a huge yeah. fan of the movie, <laughs> but there were a couple of things I was kind of okay with. Um, number one, Martin Landau is a treasure. Um, he has such a brief role, and I yeah. feel like he's just introduced and gotten rid of so goddamn quickly. I feel like we could have done more yeah. of his character because what he is, he, he's an old wrestler trainer and he takes yeah. so much joy and he is so clearly like aged out of this, but still takes any advantage he can to wrestle anybody for any reason. And it's kind of, he does it with such joy. It's, I love it. I'm, uh, <laughs> he's actually based off of, oh, really? <laughs> Brett, Bret Hart's dad. Oh, really? <laughs> He has a school in the basement of his house that is literally just a wood paneled room and a mat on the floor. Oh, yeah, I've seen like they've I've seen videos of like him training people to go to pro wrestling and that. And like, it's kind of funny to watch an old guy just like wrenching on a guy's arm. He's like, oh, let go, let go, let go. And it's like, Mm. no, nope, you got to learn the pain. It's just like, mm-hmm. so yeah, he's supposed to be yeah. Stuart. But yes, Martin Landau was, I also feel criminally underused. Yeah, like, criminally he was underused. great every moment he popped up because, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was tough not to smile when he was literally on the screen in this movie. <laughs> he, yeah. But yeah. Like, first watching him pop in, it's like, yeah. Awesome. So, in the gym scene, um, uh, when they first try to recruit Goldberg mm-hmm. for the team, did you happen to catch a special cameo in the background? Probably not. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised that you didn't see him. 
Uh, so it was it not something uh, I was supposed to see. Oh, it was John Cena. Oh, really? It was John Cena. Oh, really? Okay, I got you now. Hang on. <laughs> Blonde-haired John oh, my Cena. God. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't see. Wait, Drax the Destroyer was in this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Batista. <laughs> but it's it's kind of funny because you see him walk in and look right at camera and then look immediately oh, down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. No, no. <laughs> Cena hasn't learned quite as much yeah. in this one yet. Soon he will be peace. But I... Watching it going like, hey, mm-hmm. I didn't see you. Uh, yeah, I guess probably a lot of people aren't super familiar. So brief rundown of the story. We have super fans David Arquette and Scott Kahn. Uh, they're going to watch their favorite yeah. wrestler, Jimmy King, at a championship match. Who, sure. Played by Oliver Platt, who I don't believe yeah. for a second is a race wrestler in this. But I... I will say, though, if he's supposed to be like the good guy yeah. champion, when he came out, he had nothing but bad guy I energy. Know, I, I know. I know. Like, that. he came out, and I was like, <laughs> like God, I want to see him get his ass kicked. I don't even... Well, I mean, already, and that's like kind of with wrestling. You know, there's the good guys who are like baby faces, and in the bad guys, they're known mm-hmm. as heels. He had total yes. heel energy. I mean, royalty. So you're already above the common people. That's already a perfect yeah. heel trait. <laughs> I mean, his catchphrase is, I will yeah. rule. And also, not to mention, this king raps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, re- Reading stuff about the mm-hmm. making of this, there was um uh, one of the guys who was in the opening scene, Juventud Guerrero, I, I believe. Since they were in a Spanish-speaking uh, area in Mexico mm-hmm. filming that scene, so he had to translate to the crowd. Yeah what the rap was so that they could all sing oh, along geez. to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, can I, can there be footage of that? <laughs> but yes. Uh, anyways, they go to, they go to watch Jimmy King. He's our favorite wrestler. He gets defeated. As you mentioned, the whole switcheroo, he's supposed to win, but he doesn't. And so the cross, the, the, the main <laughs> crux of the movie is them tracking him down so they can rehabilitate him and he can get his championship back. It's kind of like the Blues yeah. Brothers, but no music. Well, the well, I mean, the music's not no. as great for no, this right is... now. Just that one part with Dweezil Zappa was awesome, but uh, unfortunately, the music doesn't get better no. after that. It's, it, it, it drops it's quickly. A lot of, <laughs> it's like a lot of typical stuff you get from this time period. And, you know... Like when I yeah. say there's not a single scream soundtrack that is worse than this one, I mean that genuinely. <laughs> yeah, Scream Three was the worst yes, soundtrack. it was. Uh, I would take it over this. There are a couple here where it's like only Ugh. a few, only a few gems, only a few dream, gems to take away from the Scream Three soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the Deftones track being pretty awesome, mm-hmm. and uh, there. I'm so burned out on Incubus after my ex-roommate. <laughs> I, Fair. My first remain college. Fair. Every Fair. day. I wake up every day. Pardon me while I burst. Every fucking day, okay. a couple times a okay, day. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> that's that's fair. I mean, it, it could have been worse, man. Oh, I'm sure it could have been, but yeah. yeah. You, you, you could have woken up every day to like, you know... Um, uh, uh, that's on, uh... Yeah. I haven't seen a whole lot of wrestling movies. I would definitely say this is, uh, not one that thrills me, but... 
Like I said, I love Marn Landau here. I like Oliver Platt, oh, yeah. but I don't believe him as a wrestler for a second. And like you said, he comes off as a heel. Very much so. Just jumping yeah, into your really terminology does. instantly. Yeah. Well, it, mm. And it's 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 kind of funny to me because like, you know, b- before this came out, like in wrestling storyline, DDP is like a baby face. Yeah. Like super baby face. Yeah. And like a lot of the people who were the bad guys were all baby faces. Mm-hmm. So I remember watching it like at the time as a fan kind of thinking like, what, what, why are they? Why are they playing bad guys? Mm. Like they're, that, that's not true to who they are. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, some of the ones who were good guys and stayed good guys throughout the whole movie—that's like tried and true. Like book guys like Booker T mm. and Goldberg and the Disco Inferno. Yeah. I'm just, get a little off topic and just talk about that one wrestler for a moment. Yeah. He was like a mid card, someone who would come in in the middle of the show to kind of pad the show out, mm-hmm. you know. But like, great performer. He had entertaining matches, but his gimmick was he was a disco dancer. Mm. So he would come out disco strutting, <laughs> do it in the st- do it in the rain, and sometimes in the middle of matches. Yeah, like hilarious gimmick, mm. fucking hilarious. And the guy who is the disco inferno, his name is a uh, Glengoberdy, mm-hmm. I think. Glenn Gerbetti, Glenn Gerbetti, I think. I believe that's his last name. Mm-hmm. But he still has that fucking swoosh. Yeah. Today, still has that big hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've listened to him talk a bit about the movie, too. And he was just saying, man, it was like a crazy production. I don't have a lot of experience mm-hmm. in Hollywood or anything. But, I mean, like, it was just, just it just felt so weird. I mean, I'll, me and the... The guys, you know, we were just, okay, cool, we do business, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're used to this, but, like, I don't know, it just seemed like we were a lot calmer than everyone, like, the, the Hollywood people. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, cool, we'll wait, yeah. we'll wait, no, no big deal. Well, one thing this movie doesn't do a particularly good job, and I feel like always when we go to wrestling movies, I always bring up the wrestler, because I just, I do love that movie. Um, no, yeah. It doesn't really, like, I feel like it treats the wrestling almost too seriously, and yet, it, blur, it doesn't blur the lines? Yeah, whereas I feel like a little bit of line yeah. blurring would be way more interesting. Well, they did... I'm happy you brought this up, because there's stuff that I noticed that they did. Mm-hmm. Now, the first time that we see uh, Paige and Kane in the match, you hear them calling spots to each mm-hmm. other. That's what guys will do in the ring. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, there's a, a, little of, bit that's that, a dose yes. of reality. Yeah. That, that's nice. And even, like, a few times, like, we're, like, even hit, like, good God, man, what was that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, real stuff like there's like a thing that they'll do like refs will do this you ever see it like sometimes whenever there's a big hit or a big move Mm -hmm. like you'll see the ref put his hand in like in his in like the wrestler's hand like this Mm -hmm. like he'll put his palm so his fingers are resting on him like this they do that so if like you know they go hey are you okay can you continue and you once respond yes two for no Mm -hmm. it's something small enough and subtle that you know the people in the arena can't see it Mm -hmm. obviously and you know he and if something is wrong he could give this signal to the back like yo mm. medical yeah <laughs> we need medical mm-hmm. but the little touches of like the actual reality is nice the thing in the wrestler the one point in that that i really like where you see them talking about it and it's interchanged with shots of the actual match yeah like that was nice mm. yeah. now another the one there's one shot in the wrestler i'm happy you brought this up 
because it's my favorite favorite shot in the movie for like for a long time and it's 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 something that i rank up there with um like <laughs> i rank it up there with that uh the entrance to the Copa and Goodfellas, like how much I love that shot yeah. or that part of a mm-hmm. movie. Cause that shot, that whole steady campaign, it's still, I know that's, it's super cliche and everybody loves it, but it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful yes. and seamless. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. Like you, you, you're crazy if you hate mm-hmm. it. The uh, shot in the wrestler where he's in the back area of the meat area and you hear all the people cheering, cheering. He opens the drapes and they just cut off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh, that's some storytelling yes. right there in film. Like beautiful. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't give us any of that. No, like now, you said, you, I did really like. Oh, I was just gonna say I did like that they did use. Oh, no, well, you go ahead. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I was gonna say I really did enjoy that they used like actual WCW personalities in this, like the yes. like the announcers, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Schiavone and Mike Tenay. Um Honestly, those two for years are a great commentary team. Mm-hmm. Like they have a natural chemistry and you kind of got a bit of it in the movie, but it, it was much better when it was like legit live TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, planned, but still live television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's great. Oh, there's my note about Charles Robinson being a huge horror fan. Yeah. But yeah, that, I'm calling the spots. Also, yeah, the uh, the, the toilet paper at all. We also forgot on their way out to find Jimmy Kane, mm-hmm. they get picked up by a bunch of nuns. Retreating oh, yeah. some spirituals. There's no fart jokes they ask there, right? If they know any... <laughs> yeah, there are farty nuns. Again, poop. Hilarious. Yes, yes. <laughs> I also have about five more of those hilarious deliveries to come up. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all in order, too, ironically, where they meet the hacker and they find his dir- and they find out where uh, Kane's address mm-hmm. Uh, we see uh, Sean dancing to Britney Spears and singing to yes. me. Hilar- hilarious. Sure, sure, sure. That's not Dave at all. <laughs> no, I no, think it's kind of funny. At the time, no. it'd be like, aha, he's listening to Britney Spears. And now you watch, it's kind of like, yeah. So he's listening to music he likes. So soon. So soon. What, he's, he's vibing. He's vibing. Yeah. So what? He's, he's enjoying we himself. We all have our own music. Let him go. Let him go. Yeah. He's enjoying himself, yeah. man. You know, halfway through the, my notes, I, I realized that I stopped writing, like, the actors' names mm-hmm. and actually wrote their characters' no, names because wow. I didn't remember what the characters' names were. David Arquette plays someone named Gordy. Mm-hmm. So, Dewey? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. He, he's Dewey, Lane. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, God. Yeah, I wasn't even putting that together. But, yes, very much so. <laughs> oh, I found it. Yeah. So, yeah, he has a night where um uh, he meets, he hands out with Sasha, and she wants to show her. She asked for her for him to show her some of his moves, mm-hmm. and he performs wrestling moves on yes. her. Next morning, we get a, we see a postcard from his father that he sends his father, telling him, "Hey, Dad, I lost my V card." <laughs> yeah, no, he said that. I was like, "Really, really? How old is he?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny that like how the cop thing, and I'm thinking about like, okay, when did this come out? In like the in the the first three screams. Yeah. I want to say it came out right before, uh, the one between yeah. two, two and three, two and three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know what came first, this or three though, but yeah, I want to say this. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, and David Arquette, of course, has done wrestling probably since this movie. So this, I, would, I was guessing this movie is when he was first introduced to it, but I'm not sure. Mm. I think he had been a fan his whole life. So maybe like that drew him to this, and then yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, well, I know that after this, he came on the actual WCW show to uh, promote the movie, and in turn, they put the belt on him. No. <laughs> actual. Yes, they, uh, I have it here. Yes, on the 25th of April, he they put the belt on him. <laughs> and he lost it later at a pay-per-view in a, in a, in a three-steel cage match. Oh, my Sound God. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. This one was way more violent. Okay. So, uh, David came on to promote the movie, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he and Diamond Dallas Page went down to the ring together, you know, because they're both the stars of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, by this point, Eric had come back to the company, and uh, he and another wrestler, a wrestler by the name of Jeff Jarrett, uh, first threatened to crash the premiere because he wasn't invited to join the company, though he was wrestling for WWF at the time, but that's neither here nor there uh, when they when they were filming. But, you know, and David was serious about that, so naturally that got into a little bit of a spat and it, it wound up the main event that night. Uh, the next night on their secondary show, it became a tag team match where David and uh, Dallas ended mm-hmm. up winning the night on Monday. The next night, they ended up going a two-on-two, which was uh, Dallas and David Arquette versus Jeff Jarrett and David Arquette. And anybody can be pinned will win the title. Yeah. David Arquette gets the yeah. pin. So later on, flash forward to the uh, pay-per-view about a few weeks later. Uh, it's a three-cage. It's Diamond. It's a DDP, Jeff Jarrett, and David Arquette. Mm. So, but only in this three cage, the middle one is known as the Hardcore Hell, which it has some uh, trash cans, mm. <laughs> um, steel chairs, uh, various other weapons and shit. And then the top one is called the Guitar Room. It has four guitars. Uh, Jeff Jarrett's thing was he hit people with a guitar. Good. That was his mm. thing. As somebody, as a promoter once said to him, like, you can't be hitting people with a guitar and not draw a dime. Mm. <laughs> Meaning he can't go out there and do that every night and make yeah. any money and expect yeah. to make any money. And it's, he's never changed that about his gimmick ever since he started in like the late 70s or yeah. 80s. He's always hit people with mm-hmm. a guitar. I think no, it's funny. yeah. But. So, uh, you remember how I mentioned that guy, Canyon, Chris Canyon, the guy who was, like, the uh, fight coordinator okay. for this movie? Yeah. And, like, worked out all the wrestling mm-hmm. matches? He is in this movie. I did kind of lie to you a little bit. Right at the very end, uh, where that guy is yelling at Sinclair, mm-hmm. you know, calling him a bum yeah. and shit. That guy in the ICP oh, okay. t-shirt, that dude, that really buff yeah. dude in the yeah. front row who looks out of, out of place. That's okay. Chris Canyon. Mm-hmm. That's what he gets for planning all the fights. But guess what he gets for slavery? Uh, near the end of the fight, oh, it's a swerve. David Arquette tra- turns his back on Paige mm-hmm. <laughs> and double crosses him, helping Jeff win it. Um, Chris somehow gets his way up to mm-hmm. the top. And Shane Helms, who is uh, or no, a guy named Mike Awesome, made his way up to the top, who also helped sabotage it. Oh, at one point in the match, uh, Paige... Uh, tackled uh jared through a wall of the second <laughs> cage so they went through the wall on top of it 
But uh, yeah, Mike Awesome at one point throws Canyon off of it and onto the entranceway, which is like a giant mat leading up to the ringside. So it's about at level where the yeah. ring is. Yeah, threw him off of the second, the first roof of the first cage onto that mat. Yeah, he did hurt yeah, himself man. for real that night. <laughs> but like doing that, like I'm watching it going, and hey, by the way, Canyon, thanks for all your help with Ready to Rumble. That yeah. was great. Great work. So you're going to be thrown off a cage yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I felt bad yeah. for the guy. Now, well, when I bring up, <laughs> but I mean, this is another conversation. Yeah. When I bring up like uh, earlier, how the fights, like oh. how the wrestler, like I felt, definitely portrayed the fights better. Like you brought, up, there were little things here, like especially in that intro fight where they're like pre-planning. They're saying, "Hey, do this. Hey, do that." Mm -hmm. And then things go askew. It's really in the the final cage yeah. match where it just feels like all just everything goes to hell, and they're just. It feels like it's more serious, and I guess yeah. it's technically supposed to be more serious, but yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> well, what's funny is I found no. an interview with Diamond Dallas Page talking about the movie. So of course, okay, cool. I'm trying to get as much insight on it, you know, other than mm -hmm. just what I could read off off of Wikipedia or whatever, you know. Um. He had pitched something to the producers that it would have led to a sequel, and hit he thinks. Mm -hmm. And actually, I kind of agree with him. So at the end of the movie, you know, it all ends just how with like the okay. big match. The match ends the same. All right, it sees D Dallas being hauled off into the back. You know, the guys celebrate, and then they come back, and you know they they get back in the backstage area. You know, we see DDP stare standing there, just staring at Kane. Kane stares at him. You see them laugh, give each other a big hug, and go, dude, that was great. That was mm -hmm. amazing. Good job tonight, you know. And the boys kind of go, That could have been what? awesome. What? And, you know, and you see that, like, the wrestlers look at them, look at each other and smile, put their arms around them, be like, guys, we're going to go get yeah. it here. Welcome to the business. And then it ended like that. I don't. I don't Honestly, know if that leads much to a better ending but I got. think that ending by itself is great. I think that would have been perfect. I would have loved that. I, I could see. I could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a sequel, a sequel room, depending on how successful this one is. But even if there isn't a sequel, I like that ending better. Period. <laughs> yeah. I like that ending a lot better. <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of brilliant, Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Look, it's a ready movie. Ready to rumble. It's a movie. Oh. It's a movie that exists. <laughs> it's it was movie. made. We watched it. Uh, so, speaking of unrelated, but I uh, guess better movies, are we ready to move on to Star Trek 3? <laughs> yes, I, I would say this. I would say Star Trek oh, 3 yeah. is a better Oh, yeah. Well, Star Trek 3, like, the, there's the talk of the odd Star Trek movies being this bad, especially if you throw in Galaxy Quests. Sure. But I would definitely argue Star Trek 3 is the best of the odd ones. This is... Oh, Yeah. It and I would say so much so that I would say I genuinely enjoy this movie. This is a, I would say this is a good movie. Um, this is, uh, I, I, there's something I noticed this, this go around with it. Um, the Klingons are introduced mm -hmm. very early in the film and it's kind of like they're forgotten about for the better. Yeah. The whole middle of it. No, well, a lot of that middle is spent. And, mm. and then, and a lot mm -hmm. of it is spent, yes, with the crew. But it's just... I thought that was interesting. Uh, just an interesting part. I was like, huh. 
usually like it's either they're chasing them the whole time or something. But they also wrapped up that yeah. on problem. Uh, well, quickly. fun fact. Do you know who Larry Nimoy originally wanted to play the Klingon that he couldn't get the studio to go for? Uh, Edward James Olmos. And I don't oh. want to give grief to Christopher Lee. Oh. Or Christopher, Christopher, oh, God. Christopher fucking. Christopher Lloyd. Oh, my God. I'm going to name every single Christopher. Lloyd. They're all great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, great Christopher Lloyd Scott. does a great job here. But Edward James Olmos. I want to see the alternate reality where oh, he's yeah. in this too, because he's fucking good too. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah he's uh, you're a little great. quiet right now. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's great. Um, one thing I really noticed yeah. watching it this time around was how um, I feel like this is a really well written movie. There's a lot of meat to this. Oh, yeah. Um, We have big events. We have, obviously, the destruction of the Enterprise, the rebirth of Spock. We get, I guess, a Vulcan sex scene, if you want to call it that. Um, The death of David. (laughs) Just spoiling all the big plot points right here. We got big moments in this movie. Um, It's really a good script, I think. Uh, Done by Harv Bennett, who had taken this over after the last movie. Um, Yeah, we kind of... We also get to see like, um, mm-hmm. what was it like Spock's consciousness uh, operating yes, yes. bones, <laughs> controlling bones yeah. for the better part of this movie, or you know yeah, when yeah, it's really convenient. <laughs> Uh, yeah, of I course, do. But. I do want to stress this. I think Larry Nimoy does a good job considering it's his first feature film. But I do actually kind of feel like as the director, he was probably kind of the rougher patch here. I don't want to like say too much negative though because I think. He does good for his first uh, feature film, directorial or day film. But I feel like oh, he's yeah. never done anything this big before, and it kind of shows. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Well, I I I felt that it, mm-hmm. it played it safe a lot of the time. Like it was How playing it playing safe it for safe? the majority. Like um, like he didn't oh, try see, to make yes. a lot mm-hmm. of big risks with like yeah fi- like filming filming like, yeah. like camera choices and stuff like you know mm-hmm. mostly just shots of inside yeah the, uh, conversations the, are the shot deck. reverse shot mm-hmm. you know didn't do a l- yeah 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 just just didn't do too mm-hmm. you, that's where I feel it shows and I mean later obviously yeah in the next movie we're gonna see that. we'll get to it but it's like a big evolution it's almost like a flip I think. <laughs> Yes, in this one we uh, we are searching <laughs> for the nuclear vessels. But, yeah, even with him still learning, I still I really like this movie. Um, I do yeah, feel I like too. Shatner doesn't hundred percent like. I love how he when he finds out about David and he kind of stumbles into a chair, and then his line delivery is kind of mm-hmm. nowhere. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah. the stumbling was great, and then no, and then. No. <laughs> But yeah, there the are yeah. lots of big events here, obviously. <laughs> uh, we get Christy Alley gets recast, which uh, she's kind of crazy, so I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Who, Christy Alley? <laughs> oh, nothing new. Nothing <laughs> oh, is it the, uh, what is it, like uh, it's, Probably. It's a conspiracy she's a Scientologist, right? too. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Like, I know they wanted to get her back, and I know, like, originally, I was like, oh, it's a shame they didn't get her back, because she was a fairly, like, especially, like, after she got the role in Cheers, she became a fairly big actress for a little bit. Yeah, because then she uh, got the, uh, like, probably her most famous role that she's yeah, known that for was is the Lithman's uh, Talking that, Movies. That was big, too. Um, yeah. But then, like, I'm trying to think of what else she's done. I guess not a whole lot else, but. I mean, look who's talking in Cheers and Star Trek 2 are pretty much in the zeitgeist at this point. So, <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of anything else that she would be like, mm-hmm. you know, very mm-hmm. renowned for, known for. Oh, yes. Uh, fun fact. William Shatner still cannot do the Vulcan salute in this movie. So they had to tie his fingers to there for his one shot doing it. <laughs> one. Sh- <laughs> yes. Yes. This thing. He can't do this. In fact, there's a great clip. Yeah. It's a great clip of Conan O'Brien where he's talking about how he can't do it. And Conan's just like, what? You mean this? And he has like a little freak out moment where he's like, what? what <laughs> it's like, yeah, everybody can do this. You can't do this. You can't. Do- <laughs> All your castmates can do it. I guarantee you that. Don't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Guarantee. Well, it's not even it like it's a biological thing. It's a learned behavior. You just teach it to yourself. <laughs> Usually after watching Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or yeah. look at that picture of Spock for a while. But yeah, I I love I kind of like the story. You kind of get the family feel kind of where like they go on rogue to get Spock's consciousness cuz it's worth noting for both most yeah. of this movie, they aren't going back to get like it's not like they know Spock's coming back to life or anything like that. They're going back to get his body cuz they realize they messed no. up. They're supposed to bring his body back to Vulcan. And that's all they're yeah. doing. They, they they have Spock's consciousness in McCoy, and they're yeah. just trying to bring his go bring his consciousness and his body back to Vulcan. That's it. And they had no idea Genesis would completely yes. regenerate. Uh, I love how in the Wrath of Khan, Spock's big line was the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. The fewer the one. I love how they throw it. On, yeah. And I love how they throw that on its head here, where Kirk tells him, because the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. (laughs) Yeah, the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. Well, that's Mm -hmm. that's also what I love about this and the dynamic between Kirk and Spock, because it's two Mm -hmm. different idea sets, but they always find a common ground, and they're always able to work out a a plan Mm -hmm. or at least a solution while still keeping both yes. all of their ideals and principles. It's mm-hmm. diplomacy through and through. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really do that that much in this one, but even like their thoughts with that, like like that scene you were just talking about, like that, that was like one of the, like, oh, that was a great moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I really enjoyed that in this one. Yeah. Uh, and even when he was kind of almost fully back, but not really, because... I remember him kind of almost being back to normal at the end mm-hmm. of this, like the first time I watched it. And then when I watched Voyage Home, he kind of reset almost. That's the other thing that <laughs> I really noticed watching this one. It's kind of, I forgot, like this one takes place immediately after Wrath of Khan. And like the other one, it's like the same thing. Yeah. I think they're on Vulcan even at the beginning of the next one. So it's like immediately after this. I kind of like that about these movies. Yeah, because yeah, like I think 
Yeah, I think four picks yeah. up right where this one it's ends, a- too. And I think the only ones that actually have a bit of a break in them are between, uh, I want to say, Final Frontier and Undiscovered Country. Break in them, except for these three. The- except for, like... Like well, the first, well, like there's four, a break I between think. one yeah, and is two. It like the fr- but like two, three, and four are like all in order. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, two, three, and four. That's right. Yeah, two, three, and four are all. Yeah, I think this is story. even largely called the Star Trek <laughs> trilogy, which is interesting to start at two and then go to four. But it really kind of is because they just flow into each other so well. Yeah. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure why Ahura doesn't go with them on the ship when they're stealing it. Uh, that feels a little off to me, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did kind of notice that later. Um, I was like, wait, where's a horror? Like, is mm-hmm. she there to, like, distract them? Somebody? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, veer them away? Because, yeah. I mean, they all have a purpose on the ship. I mean, I'd be I'd be questioning a lot mm-hmm. if he's getting on there without Well, I mean, study. they're on super skeleton <laughs> crew, which is why the Klingon ship is able to overpower them. Uh yeah, essentially, oh, they're yeah. able to quickly ambush the Klingon ship, and it looks like they have the upper hand, and the Klingon ship recovers, and then they're fucked because they can't do anything. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Scotty might be able to fix it if he was in engineering, but he can't even, he has to run to engineering. He can't do shit. He can't do... <laughs> Yeah, he can't do it if yeah. he has his whole team yeah. of engineers. No, it's like five people on a, on a giant ship designed for like a hundred. It's not happening <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I do feel it's weird O'Hara doesn't uh doesn't go with them because they need everybody they can get. <laughs> they can, yeah, they do. And it's like that they're doing something for one of their own and that mm-hmm. crew is like very tight knit. Um But yeah, um overall, like I said, I think it's well written. I think I think you make a good point. I didn't even think about this. I thought it was in his, his inexperience, but you bringing up how maybe he's just not wanting to be too experimental and push the boundaries too much. That could be it too. Yeah, because maybe he wanted like the story and like the page yeah, exactly. to do the storytelling. Like kind of like the principle of like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, showing and not telling. Mm-hmm. Or telling now, uh, we should probably talk about the destruction of the Enterprise, which is the first time this happens in this franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, I remember it being a big kid when I was when I was the first, first watching one. it. Um, yeah, it'd be over a decade till we get in our destruction of the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember as a yeah. kid being like, "Oh my god, they it's blew up the ship!" Oh my god. <laughs> Mm. They blew up the ship, and they. Oh my god! And it was, Things and they do do bad. kind of a soft reboot, a reset <laughs> of it, but they wait until the end of the next one, which is nice. I mean, <laughs> the Enterprise. Enterprise. Hey, too. there weren't letters before. Now there's a letter. No, no. Hey, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's Enterprise I too. <laughs> I know. See, I, I was also, jo- I was also joking the first time I watched it. I said to my friend, I was like, "So how mm, long are you giving yeah. this one?" <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give it a movie and a half. Well, well, we don't know what happens to A, B. We actually do know what happens to C and D. <laughs> uh, C, by the way, is one of the least screen time of any ship called Enterprise that I know of. <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's the one that's um. Uh, no, Picard's on, on, right? Yeah. But it He's is the next generation right. where we see C for, I think, one episode. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's in a docking bay being yeah. <laughs> being gutted. Is that the one no. with uh, with Scotty? No, I have uh, yesterday's Enterprise. Okay. Um, that's a classic okay. one. If yeah, if if it doesn't ring a bell, no. What, well, well, it's fine. It's not one of my favorites. Um, but if yeah, if you have time, I know doing this, you don't really have time to watch extra stuff. But yeah, watch yesterday's Enterprise. It's such a good episode. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it if you haven't seen it. But it's so good. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll check it but out. But yeah, tonight. this this is a damn. Oh, go ahead. Out of yeah, on, on next gen, real quick. Out of all the ones that feature the old cast, uh, I think the one with Bones. Well, is Bones is there for like two favorite. seconds. That's like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's why. not even competition. Why. How dare you have DeForest Kelly for yeah. a uh, fucking cameo? But also, yeah, yeah. They, I was they, about they to say there's not chat. that many original crew members that pop up. Uh, I want to say in TNG, it's just uh, Bones very yeah. briefly. And then you get an episode with Scotty and then a two-parter with Spock. 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 Mm. Spock. And then... Uh, yeah, that's Actually, that two-parter with him one. was great. Um, you do get an episode... <laughs> yeah. As I was say, you do get an episode <laughs> of uh, Voyager of George Decay. But, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I'm okay um, with that. I... I, I is Chekhov in I one, don't too? think so. He's no. in Babylon 5. <laughs> no, of course he doesn't play, he doesn't Chekhov. play Chekhov. No, he's a villain in that, which is, I mean, he's awesome in that, too. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, right. Star Trek 3, the best of the, uh, the best of the uh, uh, odd number ones. Odd Including, if you count Star Galaxy Quest, it's yeah. the best odd number one easily. I mean, I, I'd argue Final Frontier. Oh, we have a disagreement there. That one's really good too. I hate oh. Final Frontier. <laughs> oh. it, it, it's good. Just good. I like that one. Just in the sense of like the. Oh the no! I think there's actually interesting story ideas they explore in Final Nature Frontier. They don't yeah. do it and, well. They and, don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. But. That's why mm. I like Final Frontier. Better. I guess we'll have to get to it. You might have a different like idea a when you watch it. Yes, we will. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But now I know next week we're going to have to get ready to save some uh, fucking Well, let's see. I'm not. Are we doing that next week? I know we have. Well, yeah, Voyage Home is next week. Voyage Let me Home see. would be next in Star Trek. Because we have Morbius next week. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to get to a theater yeah. for a matinee. Moon Knight's supposed to be next week, but I think that's only going to be one episode, so I don't know if we want to wait till there's like two or three before we talk about Moon Knight. Yeah, let's do two or uh, three. Um, All right, so... Okay. Oh, yeah, the question for next week. Because I have Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 as a yes. potential, which I'm not 100% sold on, because Sonic the Hedgehog 2 comes out the week after that, which, again, I'm not 100% sold on. So, yeah, I'm not too. Sorry. It's Sonic like they're either. like that first one was just like fine, but I don't really have an interest in revisiting it. <laughs> so it's up to you. We could do that or Voyage Home. Okay, well, let's do Voyage Home. I'm 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 okay. Yeah, I'm okay. not covering Sonic. <laughs> All 
All right. So that means for next week, we will do Morbius episode five episodes of Daredevil. Hopefully that's not too much because four. These are longer episodes. These are long. So yeah, we'll do episodes five through nine of Daredevil and then Star Trek four. And then actually we can push back Moon Knight and do that in a couple weeks because I see a gap there. And that will probably be episodes okay. one through three. That'll work out. Okay, so Morbius, Daredevil, and Star Trek for next week. All right, cool. I think we yeah. got a plan. Uh, anything you want to say before we sign out? <laughs> uh, ah. No. Yes, Whatever you do, yes. take care of your shoes. Don't tell bad jokes and don't hit people over bad jokes. That's the moral of the story. Don't, don't, don't block everyone have block. a good one. <laughs>